The Fat Boy Show. You're listening to The Fat Boy Show here on your number one station, RX Radio, where the music is you. Ain't it just awesome? Song after song. Pure awesomeness. On steroids, almost. Yeah? It's just so ballistic. And uh, the ballisticness will continue all through the day because we got Ivy coming up uh, right after this show on the RX Mixed and Crystal on the Groove. We got Mr. Skills on the RX Top 10. Then, of course, a Harmony on the Nightstream. Pure awesomeness awaits you for as long as you tune into your number one station, RX Radio, all day, every day. Well, my name is Fatboy. I'm here with Olive on the Fatboy Show. It's really interesting what's been going on in Rwanda. I remember watching a movie back in the 2000s starring uh, Don Chiedel, the American actor. A movie called Hotel Rwanda in which we were told the story of a certain man called Paul Rusesa Bagina. I hope that's how to say his name. I'm sure I've slaughtered it. I'm sorry <laughs> to my Rwandese friends. <laughs> Well, Paul Rusesabagina, he was the proprietor of a hotel known as Hotel Rwanda. And at the Hotel Rwanda, he was there hiding some uh, Tutsi refugees or Tutsis who were hiding from the gangs of uh, murderers that were roaming the country there in, in Rwanda to try and slaughter their fellow Rwandans of a different tribe. It was very sad what happened in the early 90s in Rwanda. And so he was celebrated world over as a hero to the extent that Hollywood took an interest in his story and made a movie, a hit movie, no less, uh, for which the person that played him was even nominated for an Oscar. All right. So there I was thinking, yeah, this Paul Russo Sabagina guy, what a hero. And, um, you know, going all over the world, uh, receiving accolades and praise. I thought he was one of those stories that should inspire the rest of us to do good in this world. And then I started hearing stories about how he's hated by the Rwandan government, the present Rwandan government. And I'm like, how? He was the guy that saved (laughs) the the Tusis. Yes. Uh, So why would he provoke the ire of uh, Paul Kagame? Well, Rusa Sabagina, who is credited with saving over 1,200 lives during Rwanda's 1994 genocide, was on Monday convicted on terror charges by a high court in Kigali, and sentenced to 25 years in prison. (laughs) Wow, can you believe that? Mm -hmm. So everyone's shocked, at least a lot of us are, including Belgium's foreign minister, Sophie Wilms, who said that despite repeated appeals from Brussels, Rusa Sabagina did not benefit from a fair and equitable trial, particularly with regards to the rights of the defense. This according to the foreign minister of Belgium. The presumption of innocence was not respected either. These elements de facto call into question the trial and its judgment. Meanwhile, the Kigali government uh, slammed these comments. They released a statement uh, on Monday, the day of the ruling, saying that uh, this uh, Rusa Sabagina, who holds a U.S. green card, was convicted of uh, involvement with a rebel group blamed for deadly gun, grenade and arson attacks in Rwanda between 2018 and 2019. Which is really a shock to me. Yes, it is a shock to me. So anyway, (laughs) please, uh, Olive, can you weigh in on this? What am I missing here? What is the context of what's been going on? How is it that Rusa Sabagina became the enemy of the Paul Kagame regime? Uh, What you should know is that Rusa Sabagina has been a very big critic of the current Rwandan administration. And of course... President Kagame. Mm-hmm. He has, I think, uh, at some point even made comments showing that um, uh, Paul Kagame's RPF back in 1994 
actually contributed to the murders of the Tutsis back in the day really? to make the Hutu government of the time look bad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, incredible. Yeah. And those sorts of allegations. Uh-huh. And coming from someone like him, mm-hmm. such an allegation would, would be viewed as credible by many people. And yeah, it is. Because to many randoms, this is what many people won't tell you, but to many randoms, this guy, like you said, is a hero. He saved, like you said, 1,200 people. Mm-hmm. Now, he's been going across the planet, making speeches, critiquing the government, and I think the president of Rwanda didn't take that lying down. So he was accused of having formed a rebel group and also financing it, and that led to the murders of 2018 and 2019. Right, so obviously we don't live in Rwanda, we don't have all the details, but what are your personal thoughts regarding those allegations? Could it be that he is indeed involved in some of these attacks? Is he, is he waging a war of rebellion against the Kagame regime? No, I don't think so. What I know is that, like any other African country, the leaders don't take any criticism lightly. And in the case of Rwanda, there are allegations that those who critique the government are looked for wherever they are. This guy had been away from Rwanda for 30 years. Then he was supposed to travel to Burundi only for him to be surprised by landing in Kigali. How did that happen? Uh, I'm <laughs> assuming he didn't take a private chartered plane, or did he? I I think he did from Dubai. He was supposed to land in Burundi. So he would go to Burundi, to Congo, and, you know, talk about... Because, you know, in Congo, there are random refugees mm. there. Mm-hmm. So I think he would go there and, you know, speaking against the government... By the way, he's, uh, he's Hutu, right? He's well, Hutu. He's, he's Hutu, yes. Okay, right, right, right. So, um... This is very interesting. He's a Hutu who saved many Tutsis. You so hear that? I'm, I'm, I'm sure even many Tutsis are like, hey man, what's, yeah. he's a cool guy. Why are you doing this? Yeah, and I'm like, really, you are the president. Everyone loves you. At least that's what the media shows us. Can't you just let things go? So why do you think uh, Kagame would have to uh, uh, do this? I mean, yeah, we all know that uh, he runs uh, Rwanda with an iron fist. Uh, that not much dissent is tolerated. But, you know, in interviews, he seems a lot more logical and reasonable. Those are interviews. Okay. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, you see, what does this do for Rwanda's image? Because Rwanda right now, uh, you know, is promoting itself aggressively. Football teams in the Premier League wear T-shirts saying, visit Rwanda. Mm Mm-hmm. What, is it Arsenal they sponsor? Yes, that's Arsenal. <laughs> of all teams. Uh, <laughs> and so they're on this heavy PR drive to paint themselves as the country that people should visit. Uh, it's peaceful. It's J. Quiet. Cole was there recently. Yes. He played basketball. Mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres was there. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, this cool country is acting in a way that is not so cool. I have a feeling they are going to struggle to sell the idea that Mr. Hotel Rwanda is He's actually a rebel. Is a terrorist. Or a terrorist. I think that's going to be a very, very hard sell. And once the international activist class picks up on this uh, and it starts to become part of popular conversation, you know, because there will always be those, I guess, political dissidents that sort of attract sympathy from international activist groups. And then you sort of have a rallying cry around calls for that person's freedom. Just to give a simple example would be 
uh, Aung San Suu Kyi. That's before she mm-hmm. <laughs> fell out of favor. But uh, in the 90s and all through the 2000s, and everyone yes. was saying, release her, release her, release her. Um, who is it now? Um, and there have been a few others over the years elsewhere. Mm. So this guy might be the next. Uh, he could be the next. And actually, international governments have been already speaking out on this. Mm-hmm. Like you read earlier, Belgium has mm-hmm. the United States because this guy owes a US green card. Ah. So he's a Belgian national citizen and also a United States uh, citizen. He's a dual citizen. But which makes me wonder, by the way, if he is Belgian and he is also American, mm-hmm. how come Rwanda went like superseded them? Wasn't there like an extradition treaty or something? <laughs> well, as you said, <laughs> oh, those things don't work. As you said, they, he made the mistake, whether intentional or otherwise, of landing on Rwandan soil. No, he was not supposed to land in Rwanda. So he how did duped. it happen? That's why the earlier accusations were that he was kidnapped. His family, his daughters, he has a daughter that has been very outspoken on the issue, Karin Resesawagina. She says he was kidnapped. And before the verdict, she was like, we don't expect anything to come out in favor of my father. We know he will be found guilty. And indeed, he was, he was found, found guilty. guilty. Well, uh, I wonder if uh, actor Don Shadow will be available for a sequel <laughs> to Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> because uh, I think this story is going to provoke... Uh, there's a lot of potential for drama here. <laughs> a nice movie in the making. But, you know, uh, the hero of the genocide all of a sudden becomes the, the, terrorist. the terrorist. Let me ask you one question, one for the road. Do you see this guy getting out of jail? I don't. He's 67, 25 years, that is 92. Wow, he's probably going to catch COVID in jail and that'll be it. And you know, is that COVID in quotes? COVID in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is a serious issue. But anyway, um, look, to be honest, I'm not one to jump to conclusions, but I do believe in the presumption of innocence. And mm. I, I, I am skeptical that he received a fair trial. So, I mean, I would hope that there are other ways of, you know, dealing with the situation. I, I would hope that he is able to be properly treated uh, by the Rwandan authorities and perhaps if he's just being persecuted for his political opposition to the regime I think that regime would be risking a lot of political capital not just at home but even internationally by prosecuting a person who is beloved around the world as a great person who saved many lives. So uh, Paul Kagame better think about that or maybe I shouldn't be so critical of him because (laughs) (laughs) by the way I wonder with all the comments we've made on this show about Paul Kagame is it uh, safe for us to go to Rwanda (laughs) seriously well well, let's never set foot there (laughs) otherwise uh, who knows what eh? could happen but anyway you're listening to The Fat Boy Show Woo, that was an interesting conversation stick around for more great music Uganda's King of Radio Unleashed and Unplugged The Fat Boy Show